This is Hitting the Mark, conversations with founders and investors about the intersection of brand clarity and startup success, with your host, brand strategist and author, Fabian Garhalter. But what I think the most important thing, regardless of what industry you're in, regardless of what company you know we're talking about, it is about the relationship that you have with your customer. It is how they think about you, how they feel about you, and perhaps most importantly, how much they trust you to deliver for them and to do the right thing more broadly. So, you know, brand is not just branding. It's not just the visual identity. Of course, that's one piece of it, but it's much deeper than that. It is what is the connection, what is the emotional connection that you have with a customer that makes them not only want to come to purchase from you, but want to tell their friends about you. Today we have Mohamed Saigal and Eric Rodikus of July on the show, who decided to disrupt the very unsexy window air conditioning unit market. We talk about how the brand made summer their DNA, how transparency with the customer is key, how July launched an appliance in 12 months from idea to market through razor-sharp focus, and why the Wall Street Journal called July summer's unlikeliest status symbol. We look into the brand architecture of a startup that has big plans to become the next generation of General Electric. Much to learn from these co-founders on how to launch a brand. But I also look at their visual branding with a critical eye, questioning an over-the-top hip look, which I harshly described as having been designed by Microsoft's Clippy. Ouch, but Eric and Mohamed took it well. So go to chulai.ac to follow along the design conversation. Interested to hear what you think. But before we dive in, let's take a moment to acknowledge this being the 50th episode of Hitting the Mark. What an amazing journey it has been for all of us through the minds of some of today's most interesting entrepreneurs. Seeing branding through the eyes of these successful minds is both inspiring as well as educative, even for myself. And it gave me the opportunity to create an entire community of creatives and entrepreneurs who want to give back to the show while learning some creative and entrepreneurial lessons from me along the way. On that note, I want to thank my latest patron, Edward Gross, for joining the Creative Entrepreneurship Circle. Please do support the show so we can keep it advertising free for the next 50 episodes. Head on over to patreon.com slash hitting the mark to learn about all the options of how I would give back to you when you support my show. But now, here are the co-founders of July who literally were at the dock receiving the next shipping container of air conditioning units. So forgive us for the background sounds, but this is true entrepreneurship. Welcome to the show, Muhammad and Eric. Thanks Thank you very us. much. Yeah, Good to be here. Yeah, so we're, we're taping this just a few days into August. And I have to say, when are you launching July, if not in July? <laughs> well, actually, we, we did launch July in July, which was a great, which was a great start to the, to the company. This is, this is Mohammed speaking. Um, you know, we had, a great, we had a great release and a first delivery of, of our units uh, to actual customers in the month of July. Oh, fantastic. Obviously, very timely and fitting for, for our brand and actually also our journey. We, we started this company last July, so it's a very significant month for us. Um, but you know, it's a, it's a hot summer and, and we've been continuing deliveries through July um, into August and then into September as well. 
So currently people can pre-order it, but you're already delivering, which is amazing. That's great. That's right. So the way that we structured it is, um, you know, what we, we, we allowed people to start joining the waitlist and then beginning pre-orders. Um, the demand has been phenomenal. So we actually have several different shipments of units coming in um, and we kept selling out of them. So it's still been on pre-order now till September. Uh, but we we already delivered those customers for the July slots and then the August slots. But we've just been so humbled and you know frankly overwhelmed by the by the the tremendous reception that we've seen. Uh, people willing to you know put their money down for a product that they sometimes wouldn't receive for thirty days, even more than thirty days. Um, and we're just so excited to to bring July into to all these different homes. How in the world did you pull this off in 12 months? I mean, this is, I mean, we're not talking about, you know, some, uh, you know, some, some technology company that, uh, that writes code. We're talking about an actual, we're talking about R&D, we're talking about product, um, you know, manufacturing, um, staffing, the, the whole, the whole shebang. How, how did you, how did you pull it off? Yeah, that's a that's a great great question, and I think you know part of our approach that was you know so important for us you know as 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 we were starting off you know Muhammad and I actually you know we met uh, we we worked together prior to this kind of in in a software setting you know so so I, I think we uh, we we learned a lot there and then you know to some extent we took some of the learnings there and really tried to take it into this space you know that involved hardware that involved manufacturing you know where we could you know build a product quickly get it out into the market quickly learn a lot quickly. Uh, you know, and 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 uh, and launch you know relatively quickly, and kind of use that as a foundation. So you know, so it's been a great journey. You know, we I, we think we took a lot of the, the the approaches you know from software that that haven't been kind of evolved you know into into hardware yet uh, to, to get the product to market. You know, I, um, I I think for us, you know, the, the key was you know, just being really focused. You know, focused on what the goal was that we wanted to launch this product. You know, for the summer of 2020, um, and, and then being really focused on you know what we were building. You know, it really, really a laser focus kind of tunnel vision on, on what were the pain points, you know, that that we wanted to solve in this space. And then how do we solve them? You know, and, and going, we can, well, we could talk about the process, you know, we went through, but I think it was that focus, you know, and setting those goals kind of early on um, that, that really enabled us to, uh, to, to stay on track, you know, <laughs> within the year timeframe, but also even within the, the midst of, uh, you know, what ended up being a more, uh, uh, a more unusual year than, than, than a, a with with the pandemic, you know, than 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 most years. So we're really excited that we were able to launch this product, you know, really within that you know one year period, um, and uh, and and yeah, super excited to, to grow from here as well. Yeah, and you know, one one thing I'll add to that as well. When we got started on this journey, we had so many ideas of what we could do with the window air conditioner, how we could change it, what we could improve. But what we wanted to do is not just go away into a black box and, and think about what Eric and Mohammed want the window AC to be, but we wanted to learn what actual customers want from their window AC. So in the summer of 2019, as I mentioned, we started this company in July. We actually uh, you know, quit our jobs. We'd been working together before. And we, we put up a really quick website and we started reselling regular window ACs that you can buy on the market today but we'd sold them with our service model so that we could get into customers' homes, so that we could speak to customers, understand their purchase journeys, understand what frustrated them about the existing ACs. So we, we took all of those learnings. Eric and I actually 
installed over a hundred ACs ourselves. That's you what know, I was learning. wondering. It, it sounds like yes. you were actually going home to home Absolutely. in a hot summer in New York, installing air conditioning Absolutely. units. That's exactly what <laughs> well, happened. Your and former so co-workers must have been so proud of your journey. They're like, you really made <laughs> it, guys. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of fun. Honestly, it was so much fun because mm -hmm. we got to interact with so many customers in a way that you wouldn't normally get the opportunity. Seeing them in their lifestyles, being in their home, you know, getting this moment while you're doing the installation to talk to them and, and, you know, speak to them in a kind of, you know, casual setting. And then, of course, learning about the product itself, you know, with these installations, Eric and I had so many <laughs> difficult mm -hmm. situations because the product today is not really built uh, for the consumer that it's serving. So we, you know, we took all these learnings, both from the customer, from the experience of the installation, and we said, okay, what are the key things that we need to do And how can we achieve that in, you know, in a 12-month cycle? And that's really how we did it. You know, Eric mentioned that we focused, and that was such so critical to us because, uh, frankly, if we had, you know, just kind of gone down an endless, you know, pathway of, of thinking of new things, we wouldn't have been able to come to market in such a rapid uh, period of time. And you, you kind of hinted at that, but not only did you pull the whole thing off in 12 months, but um, there was the virus and still is. And um, I know with, uh, with manufacturing um, founders, that is a huge disruptance. I mean, even, even for the ones that already have, have the, entire, um, the entire chain completely figured out, for you guys, that must have been a huge disruptor. On the flip side, I'm sure that consumer demand must have been skyrocketing because everyone's suddenly stuck at home. I know that... Um, um, I purchased uh, an AC unit for my back studio at home, where I'm now, which is a quote-unquote <laughs> studio. It's literally a small little studio. Um, because I had to move out of my office, right? So suddenly ACs became something that were important for people where they never even thought they would actually, you know, put in a, put in a wall unit. How, how, did that, how did that affect you positively and negatively? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think there, there were two sides of that coin, uh, you know, 100%. The, the, the work from home, you know, uh, uh, situation, you know, did, did help us, you know, from the demand side, but on the supply chain side, you know, there, there were disruption, you know, we, you know, we, we have a global supply chain, you know, uh, from, from day one. And, you know, that was a focus of Mohammed and, and myself just as, you know, how could we source, you know, the, the best in class pieces of this product, you know, from, from wherever they were. So, uh, so there was no question, you know, there, there was a level of disruption, uh, you know, you know, a, as we got started, but, you know, luckily the uh, things, you know, did, we were able to continue progressing, you know, there were a few situations where, you know, a vendor was really shut down and we, you know, we didn't really see that vendor coming back online. So we had to pivot, you know, to a new vendor, you know, and, and, and luckily we had a couple other vendors, you know, back of mind and, and lined up, you know, as we were doing the, 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 the initial kind of process of, of, you know, finding who, We were going to partner with so we were able to make some some kind of key pivots you know early on uh as as the you know crisis kind of unfolded you know where china shut down initially then they were reopening as you know kind of the us was shutting down you know and, and we were able to kind of uh you know sque squeeze our way through that you know there's no question there were there were some you know delays but uh, but i think you know it, it, that was you know a big learning for us you know as we go forward too is you know we need to set up a, an organization you know that that has some you know supply chain durability And, and flexibility, you know, so that as whatever crisis, you know, emerges next, you know, where we, where we can set up to, to, to pivot things around, you know, as needed. But then there's no question, you know, on the other side too, yeah, exactly what you were saying, consumers And, and, and some consumers, you know, that we've sold to this summer, we've noticed, you know, they've never bought this product before. 
you know, and, and that's quite interesting for us. You know, there's, there's a few different dynamics that drive that, but there's no question that that one of them is exactly what you were describing. People who have managed to go without AC in the past, you know, because they they, they only needed it for a few days and were mostly at work. Uh, uh, and, and now and now they're, you know, stuck in their homes. So, you know, and, and that's what, you know, Mohammed alluded to this earlier, but our, our, our pre-sales approach, you know, we, we wanted to get out in the market, you know, start selling these units, you know, quite early on in the summer, you know, while we were top of mind for people and then obviously delivering delivering them as rapidly as we could you know given given the challenges that that were on the supply chain side so we're quite fortunate you know that we were still able to get everything moving this summer but uh but uh, you know it was, it, we'll look back on it i'm sure in 10 years and 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 and, and chuckle that you know this was the year we we, we got to launch this company <laughs> yeah absolutely and you know i mean there's something really interesting happening in the last um, couple of years when it comes to consumer trust and you alluded to this, uh, to this prior um i know know that uh, your product design actually came uh, from from the same people who were involved with uh, the luggage company away um, and with That's away right. it was the same problem where they weren't able to deliver on time um, and that kind of became their big brand story people fell in love with the brand instead of the <laughs> actual product like they wanted the product really badly um, don't get me wrong but then they had this weird time where they had to wait for I, I, I remember quite a long time um, and <laughs> and the ladies at away were really smart of figuring out okay if we don't have the product to touch people's people's um you know hearts how, how can we touch people's hearts and that's when they really started to think about brand and that's when they created this you know photo book that they send out and uh, you yeah, know right. instead of the actual product blah 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 right so i'm sure that for you too a little bit of those pivots must have been brand pivots where you suddenly thought okay well we can't quite deliver maybe as we promised we know we will um and people are eager but now we actually need to start thinking about communications and and how how does you know how does the brand actually communicate and i think that's a huge opportunity today um actually it's it's, it's right. you know it's interesting how that happens <laughs> you know yeah, absolutely. And you know, you know, for us, brand is is such a critical part of the story and and really two aspects of it that that are so important. It's number one, it's you know, the feeling that this brand imparts to the customers, you know, whether they're customers today or or potential future customers, but also the authenticity and the transparency. So from day one, you know, when we when we knew these disruptions were coming up, we wanted to be very clear with all of the people, you know, as they joined our waitlist, that we we didn't have an exact date for them yet. We didn't take any money from customers till we knew when these units were going to be arriving because we didn't want to, you know, put them in a situation where where they paid and, and it's going to be delayed. So, you know, beyond just the brand itself, what we value and what we think is so important to, to customers today, and therefore it should be important to all brands, is being open, honest, and transparent every step of the way. Customers know that this is a strange time. You know, everybody is experiencing it. If you try to hide the fact or if you try to pretend it's, it's never going to develop a strong relationship with the customer. So that's really one aspect of it. And then, you know, the other side in, in terms of what, we're, what we've created with July, we're so proud of and we think it's so important. Yes, it's the design of the product. Yes, it's the features and functionality, you know, the environmental um, aspects of the product as well. But it is also, you know, the fact that there hasn't been a fresh brand in the appliance space in decades. I mean, if you think Think back to, you know, the 1950s and the 1960s and, and even onwards, some of the biggest, strongest brands in America were the appliance brands. 
you know, GE appliances meant something. It was a mark of distinction in the home. Um, you know, you see all the old adverts of, of families proudly displaying their appliances. They had a lot of meaning for the family, for the home um, in those earlier decades. You know, over time that has shifted, you know, these brands no longer mean what they do in, in some of their most traditional categories. You know, 70% of customers who own a window air conditioner do not know which brand it is, even though it's sitting right there in their window, you know, they're looking at it so frequently. And this is because of the lack of differentiation um, in the space, you know, both visually, but also in terms of the brand. So for us, and you know what a very important ambition and very key critical component is, we want to bring back that life into brands in this space and really create July as that 21st century you know, brand in the appliance space that actually means something to customers, um, that they're excited about, that they know will be honest with, that, with them, that they know will try and do right by the environment, and that they know will give them a service and an experience that is unmatched. Well, and I think it's interesting because you lead very much with, um, you know, kind of like mid-century modern design, very, very simple, very clean design, right? There's not much to it. And that's exactly what's to it, right? Because mm -hmm. there, usually there's too much chunk, right? And you just, you just clean yep. it up. You have this magnet, uh, magnet piece that you kind of like clip on on the top and that's it, right? It's, it's the cleanest thing ever. Um, which makes me, by the way, wonder if that magnet couldn't be used for a July logo magnets, but that's a different story. Um, <laughs> but, um, the Wall Street Journal actually calls it summer's unlikeliest status symbol so that's pretty amazing i mean it's exactly where you want it to be right that people actually talk about their appliance brand again um which which they haven't for so long yeah yeah no for sure and and i think and that's this is a that's a great example of something that came out of our process that we went through last summer you know where we got into the customers homes as you know Muhammad described it earlier but we were selling kind of just you know the normal units you could buy at best buy you know or on bestbuy.com you know but that gave us that right to get into to people's homes you know and, and what really jumped out to us was you know people didn't want an appliance looking thing in their window they didn't want the lines and the dots you know they didn't even want a nice looking appliance in their window you know the one quote from a customer was you know why does it look like i'm putting a washing machine in my window <laughs> that, that's not yeah, which we love we say we say that all the time you know when as, through our process but you know and, and they wanted a design objects so, you know as, as, especially where you look at the window air conditioner you know uh, where in the, the markets that it's in and in the homes that it's in like the market the urban you know america's oldest and you know populated cities these beautiful old buildings you know the window space is quite valuable quite small yeah. and yet people are you know taking up so much of it with this thing that looks like a washing machine yeah. You know, so, so th that just came from that experience of getting into the, you know, giving ourselves a right to be organically in our customers' homes, talking to them. They want a design piece, you know, and then they want a piece that fits their space. You know, so we went around last summer and did those, you know, hundreds of, of installations and deliveries, you know, and no two spaces are the same, you know, and no two aesthetics are the same. Some people are, you know, have the more cozier home, other people more industrial, you know, the, the list goes on and on. So we, we wanted to be a really clean, uh, we approached it as being a really clean design piece that could sit into anyone's home, but have this kind of platform for infinite customization for anyone's home. 
you know, and, and, and that's what, you know, really came together for us, you know, that we're really excited about, you know, we'd launched this year with three covers, you know, as you described, you know, it gave us a really unique opportunity to explore materials that haven't been explored in appliances in a, it really ever, or, or in a, quite a long time where we have actually this, you know, wooden, a wooden and ash wood uh, panel. We also have a really awesome fabric. Uh, my personal favorite is this gray fabric panel, um, you know, explore these interesting materials you don't expect with an appliance, you expect more with a furniture, you know, or a speaker and a very nice speaker set, you know, something of that nature. Um, and, and for us, it's just this opportunity to grow, you know, we kind of built this platform and, you know, we want to have, you know, many, many more of these kind of front panels, collaborations, you know, et cetera. And it's a way to express our brands, you know, in a way that then really works in individual customers' home. So yeah, it, it's exactly what you're saying. You know, we, we want that, that product to fit into a home so, so it sits naturally there but sits naturally there in a beautiful way um so obviously you know at the at the time you know currently it is definitely a conversation piece i think in our, our customers home but you know hopefully over time as people more and more people uh, uh, get their july you know we can just be this really beautiful actually object that also cools your home Totally. And I, I assume July is targeting first and second time apartment renters who have no AC. But I do I do have to say, um, July, the brand, not the window unit, um, has, how shall I say, an over-the-top hipster look, right? So now I hope I will not offend you, um, but this was within <laughs> a big reason why, why I so badly wanted to have you on this very brand-centric show, because it is super intriguing. How, how did the graphic design look come about and, and what was the idea behind it? Because it, it very much begs to be hip, but the design language is kind of borderline, how shall I say, it's 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 peculiar, it's interesting. It's <laughs> you know, there's an orange ticker band that scrolls and says mm -hmm. hot, hot, hot indefinitely, and a ding bad <laughs> call out with its harsh radiant gradation. So overall it feels like aspects could have been designed by, I don't know, Microsoft's Clippy, but it appears to be making fun of itself or even that That's right. super <laughs> hipster brand look of today right uh, so so was it irony or was it not or how did this come about <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, maybe I'll start with kind of what we envisioned for the brand and then and then we can talk about its its visual uh, <laughs> yeah. manifestation as well. So, you know, for us, what we what you usually see in this space is, you know, your your traditional ads of an air conditioner is almost someone who's wearing a winter coat inside because they're they're so cold and it's keeping them so cold. We wanted to kind of turn that on the head. You know, summer is the time when you need the window AC. And what we wanted to do is instead of depicting summer as this as this thing you want to hide away from inside your home and, and wear a winter coat, you know, we realize we love summer. Summer is one of the most wonderful times of the year. You get to go outside, you get to go to the beach, you get to be, you know, free and, and, and outside and, 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 it, and you're not cooped up in your home like in the winter time. So with July, we wanted to embrace that magic of summer that feeling of joy, that feeling of carefreeness, because we want our customers, of course, to remember July when they think about, you know, their summer plans or what they're doing about the summer. So for us, it was instead of taking that kind of negative summer is too hot and, and too sticky, um, it's that summer is a wonderful time and July will help you enjoy it even more, um, you know, than, than maybe previously. In terms of the visual direction, so a lot of that filtered through, you'll see we use a lot of, you know, summary iconography, you know, the hot, hot, hot ticker, again, something similar to summer. But what we also wanted to do was, you know, there have been some great new brands in, in the past few years, and, and there, it comes to be that there are waves that an aesthetic is established. 
And we wanted to be a little bit different than that. We wanted to, to push the envelope in terms of what the visual design would be, make sure that it fits with our brand, which is very fun, which is very lively, which is very joyous. So we wanted to have a little fun with it. So, you know, we, we've created this website that you've seen in all of our materials where there are these, you know, fun elements. There are different colors. There are bright colors because we wanted this to feel different. We didn't want people to say, oh, this looks just like those other six brands and other six categories that I've seen. But it's something really fresh, something that's unique to us and that really fits and resonates with our brand. How did you decide on the brand name, July? The name July really stems from the, the brand that we wanted to build around summer, around the season. We wanted to make sure that customers knew, you know, when they thought about summer, when they thought about the season, they would also think about us as a brand. And, you know, July has both connotations. It's both that fun, it's getting out there, it's enjoying yourself, but you also know it's going to be hot. So mm -hmm. we want people as the heat starts to sink in, as they start to talk about the month of July, um, that they also think about the brand that will help them stay cool um, in their home in a, in a beautiful way. And, you know, as uh, we, we did, we struggled with the brand name. We wanted to find the right name that would encapsulate, you know, this identity. Um, and what we love about July is that it's, you know, immediately recognizable. Um, it's distinct from, you know, other brands as well. And it, it really relates to this feeling of summer, um, which is so critical to, to what we're doing. And it makes it makes tons of sense, right? Um, your domain name is July.ac. Your Instagram handle is feelslike.july. It seems like there were a couple of corners that you had to cut in order to be able to call yourself July, obviously, because there's lots of Julys out there, not only the mm -hmm. month, but like people with the name July, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Did it, does it really matter or does it not matter? Because people just look for July air conditioning and they'll find you. So yes, so we thought uh, a tremendous amount about the name and, and you know, terms of how it will present itself in the world. You know, we looked at SEO, we looked at the availability of various, um, you know, handles like the Instagram handle, etc. And what, and July is a common word. There's no, no two ways about that. But what we really looked at it as, is there any other brand competing in this space for the you know the the word of mouth around july and the answer was none you know other than the fact that it is summer month um there wasn't really any other brand so what we've seen is that you know people are looking for us they're coming they're searching for us you search july air conditioner or july ac you know we'll be right there at the top um so you know as a lesson to other brands it's i think it's less about The, the name itself and how common that is, and more about what are, how are people looking for your brand and how will they find it? Is there anybody else that they might come across by mistake instead of you if they're searching for something? And really, we haven't seen any you know, adverse impacts of that. So we're very happy with, with where we landed and, and how it's going. That's fantastic. That's 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 what I thought, and that's what I what I hoped. Um, and and you, uh, Muhammad, you you come from a product manager background, which included a stint at the New York Times, and you both met at Boston Consulting Group's Digital Ventures, where you gained experience in launching innovative new businesses uh, in in a lot of industries, right? MedTech, Eldercare. That's right. Um, What what and now that you've gone through this journey yourself for a year now 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 it's like more difficult you know like now you're actually in it what what does what does branding mean to you like the idea of branding what what does it mean to you guys yeah so you know branding is is so critical in in all these different different respects but what I think the most important thing regardless of what industry you're in regardless of what company you know we're talking about 
It is about the relationship that you have with your customer. It is how they think about you, how they feel about you, and perhaps most importantly, how much they trust you to deliver for them and to do the right thing more broadly. So, you know, brand is not just branding. It's not just the visual identity. Of course, that's one piece of it, but it's much deeper than that. It is what is the connection, what is the emotional connection that you have with a customer that makes them not only want to come to purchase from you, but want to tell their friends about you, that want to share it with the world and, and spread it and then come back, of course, again and again. And, and I don't think you can be surface level with a brand. You can't just say the right things and have witty copy and have beautiful images. You have to you know, walk the walk if you want to really survive. Customers are smart. Customers, you know, they can smell, uh, they can smell lies or dishonesty a mile away. So, importantly, even more importantly for brand, it's actually taking actions to deliver against the promises that you say your the, the the promises that you make to your customers. And you are smack deep inside of that right now. <laughs> it's literally trucks pulling in, and uh, and that's I know that, right. I know Eric had to uh, had to uh, you know, put himself on mute for a second to get some product in, and and I love that. I mean, we were right in that right now, so it's a it's an exciting time. But you guys have actually much bigger goals, I heard, namely to become the twenty first century consumer appliance brand. So. Are you planning to be a house of brands, as, as we call it? So starting with July.ac and then moving into different categories within the appliance arena, each new brand being one on its own, own audience, own name, own marketing campaign? No, that's a great question. <laughs> and, and, and back in, I apologize about the truck there. but <laughs> No worries. Um, but, <laughs> but no, you know, and, and, I, and I think, you know, that, that, that this is the way Muhammad and I always look at it is, you know, it, this is always an, it's an evolving kind of question, you know, looking at the data, where do we want to go, et cetera. But, you know, and how we want to structure it. But I think what you hit on is exactly right. You know, what we see, you know, such an interesting opportunity opportunity to be, you know, this 21st century appliance company, you know, especially in this, this large appliance space, you know, and, and for us, the window AC was that perfect, you know, starting point. And it's exactly what Muhammad hit at, you know, earlier. It's, it's that these, these appliance brands of the, you know, 1950s and the 1960s, 60s, you know, they meant something to the consumer. And they meant something from a product perspective, from a design perspective, and, and from a functionality perspective, and that, that right to own, you know, this product and, and, and kind of embrace that in your kitchen, in your home. But then they also meant something from 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 a brand and a service perspective. You know, the, the, the Maytag man is, you know, uh, uh, kind of a classic, you know, example from, 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 from a, a bygone era. But, you know, this was, it was quality, and it was trust, and it was confidence. You know, and, and that kind of, um, that kind of has fallen away, you know, and, and, and we especially think for, you know, the consumers in, in my generation and the generation above us and the generation behind us, you know, these people who will be uh, the majority, you know, homeowners in the next 10, 15, 20 years, you know, they're, they're looking for, you know, a brand in this space that builds really high quality products, you know, that fits their lifestyle. But in addition to that, brings a modern service model um, to them in a way that you get these products in the way that you, you know, buy these products and then in the way that you maintain and, and engage with these products, you know, so, that, so that's where we see the, the, you know, such a, such an awesome kind of, you know, opportunity for our brand to grow into, you know, the, the reality is these brands that kind of dominate this space in terms of market share, you know, they, they have lost you know, really all connections and relationships with the customers from a product design perspective, but then also from, you know, a sales and, and 
and, and customer communication perspective. So, you know, our, our goal is to be laser focused on the window AC here and the AC space in general as we roll out this product. But but we think, you know, a lot of these same dynamics, you know, kind of uh, uh, take hold, you know, across across the broader space. And this may be a little bit too early to ask, but any idea of what your next brand may be tackling? So, you know, we've been we've been investigating across the spectrum and we've seen so many opportunities in, in different in different categories. You know, right now we're not we haven't made that decision yet as to what the next space that will be that you know we'll be tackling. Um, but you know, it will be um, an appliance that People are craving new design at an affordable price point, and they're just looking for a hassle-free way to get it into their home um, with a brand that will have fantastic customer service, that will do the right thing for the environment, um, and that will deliver them a delightful experience. So more to come from us. You know, today um, <laughs> is the window AC. Tomorrow, mm -hmm. the future, we'll, we'll let you know as that develops. <laughs> awesome. And uh, on your site, you're, you're saying that in addition to implementing this technology, and I'm quoting you here, we as a company are trying to do our part in mitigating the impact of cooling on our planet. July will be offsetting the emissions of every AC we sell with a partnership with CarbonFund.org and dispose of customers' old ACs in an ecologically friendly way, avoiding refrigerant leakage that is harmful to the planet. We are and will continue to invest in technology that create a more sustainable future of cooling. This is, I mean, this makes so much sense, right? Um, so, so, so is the idea of cooling people in a new, a different, and definitely a hotter world the big drive? And will you focus mainly on that aspect of appliances or could it go anywhere? Yeah, so, you know, it is certainly our focus at the moment. It is very important. We think there is great opportunity. That's why we started here, you know, to build better products, that are better for the environment and that you can get them, you know, in more easy, easy manners, there is a lot of opportunity in the cooling space. Uh, but the cooling space is just one vertical of the larger appliances. You know, the way that, that we approach it is whatever we do, we want to make sure we do it right and we do it well and we deliver for our customers. So we'll never be in a situation where we've spread ourselves, you know, over so many different verticals and just doing one product here and one product there. So right now, yes, we are focused on cooling. There are many more products in this space that, that have a lot of the same issues uh, and customer frustrations that we want to solve. Uh, but then our ambition does grow beyond that. But you know, we'll always take it and base it out at the right level to make sure um, that whatever we are do is really delivering on our promise. Absolutely. And, and now edutain me as we, as we come slowly to an end here, edutain me with this AC naive question of mine, but it's been on my <laughs> mind. Um, I feel one of the utmost important aspects of installing an AC unit has been left out of pretty much all online installation videos. Um, the parts are not even included in the unit to do that. And it seems to potentially be the same with July, which was surprising and likely means that my assumptions are all incorrect. So here you come. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> talking about how to ensure that no thieves can just open the window, right? Usually people, after, after they install the unit or get the unit installed usually, right? Because most units are not as easily installable as yours. But usually people end up cutting a piece of wood and blocking the window that way, which seems <laughs> like, you know, a perfect additional eyesore that begs for innovation, surprise and delight. Are you guys tackling that or does it not even need to be tackled and I'm missing something? 
No, that's a great, great question. You know, and, and there, there are a lot of, you know, kind of other, other things around the window AC, you know, add-ons, if you will, that, you know, I think we'll be, we'll slowly be tackling, you know, as we kind of roll things out. Exactly. As you said, you know, we, we, this was an, this was another great example of a learning that came from our, our, our journey last summer, which is our easy installation frame, you know, and it just, it just boggles the mind why, you know, no one else has really done this, you know, and, and, and that was kind of the worst part of last summer, you know, as we went around and did, did the hundred installs, hundred plus installs where where you were up in these high rises in new york you know dangling out a back heavy box you know over the window it's all there's there's these kind of exposed uh, metal elements on the back you're cutting your hands and you're just and you're sweating because it's hot you know and you're trying not to drop it so you know we focused a lot on this installation system that we that that, that, that we de designed and developed and we're super excited about that and, and yes exactly to your point you know it locks itself into place you, you can actually mount it to the window so you know that makes it so that 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 window you know can't can't come open um you know or, or around the top of that installation frame you know which pre prevents that risk but you know there's, there's a lot of these other things like you said you know there are some sort of you know quick lock lock and safe uh safe install like locking systems that can you know secure a window in addition you know and one thing that we did this year is you know rolled out these custom filters um you know that that are an add-on that we've sold within our unit that really are the first uh the first kind of filters for a window ac that actually does something that purifies the air so we see a lot of other opportunities too around this space but um but we're really excited about you know our installation system here you know, that it gives the customers, you know, a safe, easy and a reliable way to take it in and out of their window, you know, which is almost equally as important as you try to not lose your window all, all year, all year round to your for your AC. So even if it just affixes with three screws on the top, you can't possibly pull the window up from the outside because the unit is too heavy, I assume. Right. That's exactly right. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Exactly okay. Right. And that's what got me. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you for edutaining me. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> so uh, what I always like to finish off with is if you would be able to describe your brand in one word. Um, so July, right? Um, you know, with Coca-Cola, it used to be happiness. Maybe it still is. Mm -hmm. No one knows. Most people don't care. Um, with Everlane, it's definitely radical transparency, right? Sappos has customer service. What right. is one word that could describe your brand? If you're able to just put it all the Absolutely. entire brain into one. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you three words. And that is the feeling <laughs> of summer. And, you know, for us, it's about capturing the joys of being outside, the freshness and the vibrancy of color and life that blossoms in the summer, um, being able to go to the beach, uh, you know, sitting out, dining outside on your rooftop in New York, um, just getting out there and, and being free and, and taking a road trip or whatever it might be. So for us, what we're, what we're trying to do with July is capture that feeling of summer and actually bring those delightful moments even into your home. Which, in my eyes, despite your smart product, is one of the smartest moves you've done from a brand perspective to actually celebrate what people fight against when they put this <laughs> in, when they put this in their, in their yeah. ads. I think it's really, I think it's really brilliant. Um, do you have Do you have a final piece of, of 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 advice, maybe brand advice, but also maybe just product advice for like product founders who are struggling right now during this pandemic to bring their own ideas um, to realization? Do you have any advice for them as you look back at your one year journey? Um, um, you know, you, you already talked about focus and I, I, I already checked that off as one big takeaway. <laughs> but is there anything else where you say, look, here's something that we learned that, that we, just, we just really wish everyone would do? 
Yeah. 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 I'm sure we made it. I, I have one. I'm sure Muhammad, you, you also have one. Uh, yeah. I'm sure we have many, but, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll shoot, I'll shoot off first and then Muhammad, you, uh, you, uh, you want to jump in. Um, you cool. know, for, for me, you know, a hundred percent, you know, the, the, the thing that, that I think, you know, I've learned here within this process is, you know, how can you find really clever ways to test concepts quickly in a low cost, you know, manner early on, you know, and, and that, that's been so important, you know, to, to the approach Muhammad and I have taken, you know, and, and, I, and I think it's the, you know, the reason why, you know, we had a lot of confidence and we were able to get over a lot of the hurdles that, that we had, you know, leading up into this summer, you know, with the pandemic, you know, et cetera, is because, you know, we found some clever ways, you know, to, to test things early, you know, last summer, the last summer example, you know, is a great one. And, and it goes, it's related to brand too, because we actually had a test brand that we were using, you know, last summer, um, that we evolved, you know, qu quite uh, made some changes to it, you know, kept some elements we liked, but made some changes as well as we launched the brand this summer. So, you know, we, we just challenged ourselves, you know, even in this space, you know, I think it would be, it would have been pretty kind of standard to say, oh, if we don't have our own product, we can't sell ACs yet. So we've got to develop our own product and then we can sell ACs to customers. You know, we said, no, we actually can sell ACs today that are not our own product and that's worth doing. And we can learn a ton from that. And then we can de de design and develop our own product, you know, you know, beyond that. So th that's been my, my biggest, you know, learning and, and what I'll take, you know, as, as continue what will continue to do, you know, over the course of this company and, you know, and into the future is just finding, you know, clever ways to get real, you know, products out there, real brands out there, even if they're test brands, um, to real people who would actually think about and engage with your product and your brand, uh, and then, and then, and then do it in a low cost, quick way, and then take the learnings there, you know, and, and continue to evolve them, you know, and, and things don't have to be perfect. You know, I think that's a, that's a big kind of learning as well. You know, you don't have to have the perfect brand, you know, on day one, as you start to test things, you don't have to have, you know, everything locked and loaded. There can be a lot of open questions, mm -hmm. but you answer a lot of those questions you know, within the process. So that's, that's the biggest, you know, I think my biggest thing that I, I tell everyone, you know, is, is just, just think of a creative way to get out in the market and, and do something with your idea. Uh, and, 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 you know, that'll kind of be that, that, a, that will ignite the, the entire process. So, you know, something we did and something we'll continue to do for sure. Yes, absolutely. That's, you know, one of my biggest takeaways as well, just as Eric said it, um, you know, couldn't be more important than overemphasized. And then on the branding side, you know, what I would say is, you know, be be willing to take a little bit of a risk with the brand. <laughs> you don't just fit it into exactly, you know, what you're kind of seeing uh, out there. Have your own perspective on aesthetic, have your own perspective on design. Make sure that it actually relates to the brand promises that you have developed and what you're delivering for your customers. Um, but customers will respond well to something that looks fresh, that looks different, that makes them smile, that they haven't seen before. So put your own, put your own perspective, put your own brand's, you know, interpretation of the, of the current general aesthetics and, and don't be afraid to do that. It will, it will pay dividends. And what you just said is exactly why I wanted to have you on the show. So thank you. That was fantastic. Uh, you got you got me back nicely too, which uh, which I I was begging for. So I do appreciate it. Um. So this will this will most probably air at the end of October. But still, listeners who fell in love with July and they're already they're either still sweating it or they're already sweating it, thinking about the next summer. How can they get their hands on it? 
Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. So, so you know, around October, you know, you can always come to to our our website at July.ac. We're actually going to be doing some really awesome programs, you know, as we head into the fall and then even you know in, in, into the holiday season, where you can reserve, you can lock in your July for delivery. You know, at the end of spring, early summer, uh, uh, you know, of of twenty twenty one. You know, and, and and just make sure you you have your your unit reserved um, for for delivery on that first hot day. So you'll be able to come to our website. You know, pick pick what unit you want, the size that's right for your home, the, the, uh, the, the, the front panel that, that, you know, speaks to you and, and you'll be able to lock in your delivery date, um, for spring, for spring of, uh, 2021. So, so, you know, stop on over and, and we have, uh, we're always there to answer questions as well. So, so, you know, please chat us. We have a chat on our website, you know, call us directly or email us with any of your questions and, and we, we can get you a unit right, right. As, uh, as the season starts next year. That's awesome. Thank you both for having been on the show so early on with your with your brand. This was uh, this was a big this was a big delight uh, to use your words <laughs> to have you to have you um, on, and uh, it was a blast, and and also it was extremely insightful. So thank you so much for your time, and uh, and, and 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 best of luck for the next uh, for the next months to get through the hot summer with your brand, and then uh, for your brand extensions in the years to come. Thank you very much. Great thank to you. be on. Yeah, for sure. What a great team. Very excited to see where July will be a year from now. And so much to take away from this episode. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. Please give the show a quick rating so more listeners like you will be able to find and enjoy it. I say it every time. It really is important. And I would love to see your review pop up wherever you listen to the show. And do consider joining us at patreon.com slash hitting the mark. It is a very special community that I feel blessed to be a part of and to be mentoring on monthly calls. This episode was edited by Everett Barton and the Hitting the Mark theme music was written and produced by Happiness One. I will see you next time when we once again will be hitting the mark.